Chris, and we've got sudden death overtime in this seven-game series coming up. Canucks turn to come out. Bradley leading this attack with Spico in center. Coming in. It's center. A pass. Oh, and it's saved by Vernon. A game-saving, series-saving game. State saved by Vernon. How about off the Princess? Reinhardt takes a shot on a rolling puck. It is centered. Shoots one in. They're after it again. Pipkinski going in. Score! The Calgary Flames have finally done it. Not a picture goal. It was centered by Pipkinski. And hit up. Stayed in front. I'm going down to Cowtown. Cows went to me. Lives beneath the ocean. I'm gonna see the cow beneath the sea. Hey, hey, hey. Amazing. <laughs> Could you hear that clearly? Uh, I was it was okay. But you I knew what it was immediately. <laughs> oh yeah? I watched that game. I, I, I was in my in my in my parent in my house. And uh, you know, with the old uh, fireplace going and the fucking bag of plain chips. <laughs> uh, as was standard back then and the, Jesus Christ! Imagine if if the uh, if the real Jets could have gotten some goaltending from like from, like that from uh, Beauregard in 1990. I just think imagine if Vancouver had won that series. Yep. I think Gretzstone would have gotten another cup with the Kings, or Montreal would have won. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. If Vancouver wins that, it changes a whole fucking lot of things. So this is the mezzanine sleepover. It sure is. This is our uh, 28th episode. Episode 28. You'll be listening to it on uh, January 25th or thereabouts, yep. unless you're late to the party. And uh, I am uh, at Slip. I'm the most hated Jets fan on Twitter. I'm still carrying You still the, are. You still have that that, I that, 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 that on your mantle. Slip with five eyes or Slip. Slip. Oh, I'm at Negamix.com. All one word. All one word. And, and we have, for the second time on the show, we have a special guest. We do. And Hello. we didn't even like introduce ourselves before we started. This. <laughs> no, we just well, he's been here. All, we've been watching the Jets game tonight, so he knows me. Yeah, no, I meant me and him. Well, you're a jerk. Well, well I'll I just am. make a Terrible. general introduction then. Hello, everyone. My name's Philip. You can find me on Twitter at Philip A. Iver, P H I O I P A I V E R. The same intro you do for two hundred four one six. Polished. He is bringing, <laughs> bringing some polished goodness to the. But uh, you folks are high energy. Like I got an energy drink in my backpack. I feel like I gotta chug it now. Oh, God. We're I'm amped up. Excited. It's been a few weeks. We're, yeah. we're all riled up. You know what it all is? All sorts of thoughts. It's that, it's that 
Phil and I, we do uh, we do another podcast, hashtag marketing. It's called yes. AIH20416, and we talk about the Jets. So what would we be amped up about right now? Well, like, I mean, I checked. I, I didn't even watch the game tonight, and I just I, I came out. Uh, I'm in the parking lot of Gondola Pizza here because <laughs> it's, uh, it, it, it's a minus three degree night out here in, in Winnipeg. It's a beautiful night. So, uh, you know, um, I, I drove over and I, I took a look at the score and I saw it was 3-1 New Jersey and I started laughing. Did you see that the Stemper had two goals? Stemniak with two goals. That's amazing. And came within about I can only a hair. imagine. Came without, within about a hair of getting the Hattie. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. I can imagine what Twitter was like tonight. I, I was, again, wasn't, I was kind of off the grid. I was, you know what I was mad about tonight is that. Every all the fans of the game just sat there silently, being sad. It's oh. like you know what, do something, like say something, chant something. You you chant all your your coordinated little chants, won't you? Chant uh, Chevy sucks or fire Chevy. Yeah, Pappy. That would be amazing, but it will never happen. I offered uh, Pappy. He, he was at the game. Yeah. I offered him twenty five bucks to start the chant. I was like, if you start that chant and we hear it, I'll give you twenty five dollars. Nothing. I guess that did not happen. We just sit there and take it, hey, right? The fans they'll just... all turn on him the minute he's fired. Oh, yeah. They'll all turn on him. That's how it goes. It's like when people start turning on Andrew Ladd this year. It's all anticipating. You mean you mean <laughs> ex-captain Andrew Ladd? Yeah. I know, just, right? Just, just turned on him. You know, he's he not, not playing as well as other seasons, but they all just turn on the captain because they, they have a feeling he'll be gone. So it's like they got to prepare themselves because they're not adults and just can't handle like change. <laughs> and that thing, sometimes things don't work out. Sometimes people just don't perform or they need to be moved. You need to make smart decisions. You know, you need someone who can lead the team, uh, you know, as a general manager. But no, 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 no. They got to, they got to, you know, prepare themselves so that, you know, because it's a fucking fantasy, apparently. It's like we can't break the, the that 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 fourth wall for them. This is like real life, and it's just fucking sports. The uh, the Colorado game just ended. Colorado won. The Jets are now ten points out of the playoff spot. There are still children out there on Twitter who are like, "Oh, still in it." Hey, you you win three four games, we're right back in. No, we're not. No, you know what's funny? We were when we were six points out. We were like, "They're done, dude." Done. And now, you know, within 24 hours, it's all 10 points back. <laughs> and there are still people who are like, I, I, there was a guy that, that wrote to me over the weekend, and he's like, well, maybe I'm just one of the only ones who still believes. It's like, well, then you're a child. <laughs> exactly. Like, that's not noble. It's stupid. It really is. Absolutely. So, yeah, another banner banner night for the Jets. We were. New Jersey's, New Jersey's a nice looking little team, though. Well, they're not bad. They're in the playoffs. They have a good yeah, goaltender. Well, but yeah, they they don't look too bad. Before we the watch nice pickups in the off season. Before we watch <laughs> the game, <laughs> one nice pickup anyway. I, uh, I I usually like to 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 warm up for for the other podcast by uh, talking old Jets or watching some old Jets clips. Yep. I found a nice one tonight. Wayne yeah. Gretzky scores seven points in the playoffs against Jets. Nice. It's game four. In the 84-85 uh, Smite Division Final. Yeah. Where it's all the Oilers just win. They, so they're in Winnipeg, game four. Jets are down 3 nothing. Oilers win the game, 8-3. <laughs> they, they pull the goalie when it's 7-3. <laughs> then Gretzky all scores in the open net. What, which year was this? 85, that team. The, 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 the team that got two chapters in the Jets book. 
Oh, God. That's how that season ended. The greatest season in uh, Winnipeg Jets <laughs> 1.0 history. Yep, yep. And you know what? The people who, who still, like, who don't want to hear negative things or, you know, don't want to be realistic about this team, like, did any of them live through any of this at all? Because we did. Nope. And it was terrible the first time. It really was. But, you know, the, the folklore surrounding this team. It's like... <laughs> YouTube is right there. You and and Wikipedia is right there. Just pull up the facts. Like, like when people argue, well, we supported the team. You can get the attendance figures. We we kind of didn't, guys. <laughs> they're they're right there. Support the team very well. Didn't didn't come close to filling that building on a regular basis. So, but so, you know that's neither here nor there. Because uh, this is this is the uh, the fake Jets, and it's it's a new era, and uh, it's uh, it's going swimmingly. Apparently, I mean that 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 one playoff series. This team is this team actually looks worse on paper than than the old Jets, just based on playoff appearances and wins. Well, the old Jets, you could argue at least for summer seasons, were a good team who were just beaten by the best team. Yeah, they they would go in and they would make the playoffs a couple seasons and miss one and maybe miss two, then go back. This team has no playoff victories in five seasons. Well, really, this franchise has no playoff victories ever. Well, that's right. I, I'm talking about in Winnipeg, but yes, I agree with you 100. You know that. I, I I'm gonna you have know to look, I keep it real. I really do. I'm gonna have to look back, um, and actually see if there's actually uh, any other teams that match the futility of this one, where it's like zero playoff wins. Columbus is there, right? Columbus hasn't won one. Columbus has zero playoff wins, and that might be it. But like in history, like last we, years in the in the in the league. Uh, Columbus came in, I don't know if they came in the same 2002? year. 2002? I don't know. I don't really care about the... Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, you know, and, and uh, it's 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 just kind of sad, the, the whole thing. And I, one thing I want to say is I am now blaming the uh, all these fans who, when this team, at the time of purchase, who promised that they would elevate this team to unprecedented heights... <laughs> that they would take the Thrasher's team that sucked and elevate them just because the fans cared so much. And what I blame them for not not coming through on their word. It's true. All if if only people had believed in Atlanta like we do. Yeah, they would win. And you know what? The funny thing is, it didn't fucking make a difference because <laughs> it still had dumb shits running the team like they did in Atlanta. So it's the same thing. Uh, what else has been going on? This is the first time we've recorded since I was in Winnipeg. Anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been. Uh, I'm getting psyched. I got. I got Monster Jam next weekend. Oh <laughs> yeah. You know we're we're going excited. Is that like Monster Trucks? Yeah, oh, yeah. I've never gone in my life. My son's like, can we go to Monster Jam? And I'm like, well, yeah, sure. It's gonna be awesome. All right, Monster Jam is, is Bigfoot gonna be there? <laughs> Grave digger. Classic. Bigfoot's the only one I know. Bigfoot was like the monster truck of the, the 80s. Probably the I, 70s. I, yeah, 70s and 80s. Yeah, Big, Bigfoot used to come here back in the day. No, I don't know who it is. I'm just I'm just psyched to uh, to head out there. It's going to be great. I don't gonna... know. It's 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 Winnipeg. Things are just are what they are. Do, do they have any... Will they have any robots that breathe fire? Yes, they do. They have some kind of like thing that eats cars. I'm telling you, let's like that um, the uh, the Marvel Universe thing. I'm gonna have to do a recap of Monster Jam. Oh, I'm sure. I think I, it's gonna be ridiculous. I absolutely want to hear about it. 
I hope there's dirt bikes. And I hope that some cars get crushed. I think that that's a guarantee. Yeah. So, you know, it's, uh, it's, I gotta, I will say that it's a, it's a quiet night here at Gondola Pizza. Not a lot of pies going out. So anybody, anybody out there who, I don't know, is magically listening live, I don't know how they do it. Phil, but just, anyway, you know just, what? If you're listening to this on Monday or Tuesday, and you know Gondola doesn't see a lot of action out this way, so you know, call call this uh, this River Park South uh, Gondola and get get a pie because it'll it'll be worth it. Just uh, just to give Phil the update, so uh, our pal Meganmix.com uh, actually sits in his car in a parking lot at a strip mall about two minutes from his house. Yep. To do these episodes because he can't talk with such animation at home, or else he will wake up his family. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he sits I do not out- have a very big house. So he sits outside of a pizza place. Have the yep. co- have the cops ever like pulled up beside just to see what <laughs> no, this wild I- animated man is doing inside the car? I hope it happens because that would be <laughs> awesome to get that. We'll, like, we'll go quiet and keep recording. It'll yeah, be- exactly. I just hold it up and you you could all listen. So what happens tonight? You you will know. I will I will make sure. We've had a couple of uh, I've had a couple things. With with some people wandering around this parking lot, but really I'm the guy sitting in the car <laughs> for like three hours sometimes at a time doing podcasts. Really, I, I I think I I don't think I'm I don't think they're the weird ones. So I uh, I made you do a terrible project and me a terrible project. I think Phil was actually enthused about the project. No, I wasn't. Well, words you, in my mouth. You decided to join us because we <laughs> you were like Star Wars Episode Two. Can I watch? Nice. Don't lie. Come on. More can I talk Star Wars? <laughs> well, I gotta say this was this was a a master stroke. Well, I I mean it's better than Force Awakens, right? Oh yeah. Oh my god. So many more robots and clones. <laughs> oh god. I, you know what? There's so much to talk about. Are we just gonna get into it? Well, so just so here's what we did. As as you all know, we spoiled uh, Episode Seven a few weeks ago and, and talked about it. We spoiled it for like people who hadn't seen it like three weeks after it was released. The one where spoiler alert: Han Solo dies. <gasps> well, I know, right? And yeah. uh, and a whole bunch of other stuff happens. But we, we gave that a glowing review. Well, here, wait a second. I can only give it a B because I was sort of disappointed he didn't split in two like Darth Maul in Episode One. Well, you know, <laughs> that that was that was that's like another podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just get stabbed. Well, impaled, yeah, basically yeah, impaled I, with a lightsaber. Everything, and you know, we're going to get into it, but everything about the prequels just makes no sense. <laughs> it really doesn't. So we decided, the, the, yeah. we decided that we were going to watch what I think is the worst of the three prequels. I know, I think you do too, Mega Mix. Phil, I think you say it's a tie with Phantom Menace. Mm, that's tough. That's tough for me. I still say I, that I'm going to actually give it. It's it's Attack of the Clones in my mind, but I can see how a case can be made for Phantom Menace. But I just I just look at a few little things. But again, we'll talk about this as we get into the review. So, Attack of the Clones. Uh, this is Star Wars Episode Two, yep. released in uh, two thousand and two. I guess we'll just kind of try to walk through it, though. I'm sure there's going to be enough points that are going to fling us around. God, I got ex- I watched it last night, fellas, and uh, I have extensive notes. Extensive <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. I, I I have not watched. I had not watched this movie. Since I might have seen it on TV um, in like 2006, and um, let's just say like I I I had asked for like the the Star Wars for Christmas one year, like on DVD, 
and my wife went and bought the prequels until I started, and then I started bitching about the prequels, and so she had to go take it back and get the original trilogy. <laughs> so I ended up getting the original trilogy, which was great. But now, of course, this Christmas, I said, you know what? I want the whole thing on Blu-ray. So now I have them. And so in anticipation of Force Awakens, for her to watch it, I, we rewatched the, the, the original trilogy, which was great. It's a lot of fun. This was not fun. And uh, I hadn't seen it in, yeah, in at least, in at least nine years, ten years. And uh, before that, I actually never purchased it after we watched it in theaters. Though I did see it in theaters three times. So, sorry to sidetrack, but you mentioned the original trilogy. Slip did not know that they added a sound effect to Darth Vader at the end of Return of the Jedi, and I just had minutes ago had the pleasure of showing it to Alan for the first time. Did you did you see this? No. Oh, I don't even know. So this in the ninety seven revisions or the recent ones? The ones in the the Blu rays. It's for the Blu ray release only. I think so because I haven't heard it before. I didn't. Well, maybe I maybe I heard it, and I and, and I, I let's hear it, and I'll tell you. Well, we'll just tell you. I'll just yeah, tell you what that? happened. So we, the the scene where the emperor is doing force lightning on Luke, and yes, and, and he Vader says no. Talk, he says no. He goes yeah. no. I I knew that. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> problem guys well you know what audiences couldn't understand with him being quiet what was he thinking yeah exactly right you couldn't tell as he's watching his son get 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 electrocuted that he's conflicted somehow yeah yeah well it's funny because i i used to be i had the i had the dvds and so they had the original theatrical releases on them which are amazing because nothing's changed and so when I rewatch these ones uh, on the uh, Blu-ray, they look way better. Mm-hmm. But you got to deal with all the bullshit. You got to deal with all this stuff. Him saying no, and the and the extended 1997 Cantina scene, uh, not Cantina scene, uh, Jabba's palace scene. All this bullshit. I hate it. Now. <laughs> oh, well, I, it's interesting that you would say with uh, such conviction that you hate something going into this movie, <laughs> episode well, the funny two. Thing is, is that interestingly enough. Everything about these prequels, pretty much, I hate. So this will be fun. Uh, so just just to recap for people, uh, in in the Phantom Menace, which is Episode One, it's essentially uh, two and a half hours of a complete waste of time, completely unnecessary. Here's what you need to know: yep. uh, the Senate is under. You know, there's some political wheeling and dealing going on, and so. The Senate gives the Senate <laughs> the Senate gives powers to the Chancellor from Naboo, who spoiler alert is the Sith Lord, and they find a boy who's a uh, who's Darth Vader. That's yeah, it. That's that's what you've established in that movie. Episode that two, two and a half hours. Episode two, Miss Padme goes to Coruscant. Yes, much. there you go. That's what it is. So. Let's let's get let's get into the recap and then we can give some extended thoughts when we're done. So even the opening crawl is boring. I know that's what I said. Opening crawl boring. There is unrest in the Galactic yeah. Senate. Several thousand solar systems have declared their intentions to leave the Republic. Uh. It's like the last sentence. Senator Amidala is returning to the Galactic Senate to vote on a critical issue of creating an army of the Republic to assist the overwhelming Jedi. That's what we've set up. She's going to do a vote. Yeah. There's going to be some political things happening. I'm sorry. Somewhere Yay. Trekkie fans yawn. Of course. It's super bad. It's yeah. it's boring as fuck. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I, I just wrote boring in my notes. <laughs> so there you go. Um, immediately, there's just, there's so much going on on screen. Yep. There's just too many things. And it looks, 
it looks like a video game. Yeah, it's bad. The CG throughout this is not good. Like it's it's nice. It's nice like if it's a video game, but like it doesn't it almost doesn't look realistic because there's just so much happening. Well, when the plane, I mean everything in space tends to look better. The stuff in space is good because it's just ships and fucking stars. But when that when that ship, which apparently is a plane and sounds just like a giant plane, kind of cruises into in through the clouds, it look a it looks terrible. Then they get down and it looks a little better. But again, it you're right, it looks like a video game, and it's it's even now you're kind of disappointed in how it looks because this is supposed to be kind of like what makes this awesome is all the great effects that now Lucasfilm can do. I'm, I'm going to let you kind of walk through the narration of this because I have extensive notes, but I don't really have a storyline. Okay, I don't either, but I can remember. So I, my favorite thing is about this, and please jump in, but what, what, I, what I find interesting about this movie is how it opens with a terrorist attack <laughs> in 2002. Like, it, it's like what you'll find in this movie is it, it, it's just George Lucas pulling things from other things. Like, it's just like, well, let's just have a terrorist attack. Because why not? Well, there are so many. I think it's more in the third movie too. But there are so many comments about like the fall of democracy and oh yeah, what happens to democracy in the third yeah. one? So they have this tent. So this bomb goes off, and of course, you know it, it's the um, the the person dressed up as the senator because she always has a body double is killed, and it's this big thing. And my favorite thing about this scene is when <laughs> is when uh, is when her bodyguard person who's dressed as her. Is all like I failed you, milady, and it's like, well, no, you didn't. <laughs> you <laughs> did your job. <laughs> yep, that's what I was gonna say too. I think so we're all we start like off that. with a bang, you know, pun intended, and then we just go fucking boring, like immediately. Immediately, we go to, I believe, a scene where they're just sitting around in in the in the fucking what chancellor's office. Yes, and Yoda sticks out like a sore thumb because everyone else is real and he's CGI and he has not aged well. <laughs> no, and you know what? And and if you remember, if you recall before they doctored Phantom Menace, is that he no longer is a Muppet. I know. The Muppet was so... It was hilariously bad. I know. He was so young. He was like <laughs> young-looking Yoda Muppet. And because, like, you know, because an 800-year-old man would age that much in, like, 20 years. But anyway, I won't I won't get to that. Yoda, um, the I, I just wrote, fuck Mace Window and fuck this terrible version of the Jedi. And that Yoda even sucks. So, so Anakin is super, like, uh, from the very beginning, Anakin's all whiny and troubled. Yep. All, like, um, questioning Obi-Wan's authority. But Obi-Wan's kind of an asshole, too. I think Obi-Wan's an asshole to Anakin because, like, why wouldn't you be? <laughs> like, you remember those guys that you're, like, friends with? But, like, they're just fucking pricks. <laughs> and you just can't help yourself, but, like, you snap at them all the time. Because you're just at the end of your rope. Imagine spending all your time with Anakin Skywalker. No, but their their friendship is real. Uh, well, that that's that's the funny part about all this is that it they they want you to believe that, but yet he's still you know they they they're all snipping at each other the whole time, and uh, not like that kind of funny banter way. If it's it like, was in like an old married couple, it might have worked. Yeah, but, no, agreed. But it just comes across as Obi-Wan's being overbearing and he's having to deal with a teenager. Yes, exactly. And uh, my thought was that uh, Obi-Wan rules and Anakin fucking sucks. So, <laughs> so and I would um uh, so where where are we here next? I don't even I, it's funny cuz I don't even know write notes <laughs> around right. this scene, but there's a so, long scene. 
where where there's where an assassination. They're talking about Count Dooku, right? They're talking about how it must be Count Dooku who did this attack. Oh, I don't know how, but it, but it couldn't be. He's a former Jedi, didn't you? know? Exactly. And there's this, you know, this ridiculous banter, and then of course, you know, they go to this whatever hotel or wherever they are. I don't even know. And fucking Jar Jar shows up. Aren't they just? Aren't they just all hanging out in in the senator's apartment? Like, isn't that I what don't it is? No, it They're... doesn't make sense. Is it a hotel? Is it apartment? And and all these people are there. She just hangs out in this apartment with Jar Jar Binks and a bunch of droids. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just that's that's who lives with her. You could almost do a sitcom. <laughs> well, and then, and then of course it's so embarrassing because it's all like the the whole scene where they all are like it's Anakin. <laughs> And then Jar Jar's all, looky, looky, he's a Jedi. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up! You know, like, would you remember, like, seeing these and you were like, oh, God, please don't let Jar Jar be in this movie. And then there he is. And even him being in, like, three or four scenes, way too much. I mean, I'm bouncing around in in the film, but (laughs) I have to do it. I'm pretty sure Jar Jar causing the Empire was just George Lucas saying fuck you to all the fans who said Jar Jar was terrible. (laughs) I guess so. Have you guys seen the? Um, you won't. You won't find these on any of the Blu-rays or anything. But they have a documentary on the making of Phantom Menace. I haven't and seen it. It's about. It's about an hour long, maybe forty-five minutes. And God, he just George Lucas just looks like he's just in way over his head, and just has no idea. And he's just everything's on the fly. And there's one scene where he's like showing Steven Spielberg a fucking battle droid, and he's all like talking it up like it's some great thing. And Steven Spielberg is kind of condescendingly, like, going along with it. It's like, yeah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then the fucking battle droid's, like, the prototype, it's like, arm falls off. And then <laughs> and then fucking Steven Spielberg makes fun of him. And you're just, like, George Lucas just struggling to make Phantom Menace. And it just continues with this one. So and he's the- just got this, this, this such contempt for people who dare question, like, anything that he does. So they go through this scene, which which I, I just glossed over my notes. It actually takes up like a good 20 minutes where there's an assassination attempt and then a chase. Yes. And then they find the person who did the attempt. But before that, she can rat out who hired her. She gets killed with a dart that they don't detect, even though they're Jedi. No, I know the Django, like the bounty hunter, Django Fett is like nearby. I don't know. Well, he's pretty far away to shoot a dart, first of all. I, I would like to back up a second, though, because that scene is that whole scene is ridiculous. First of all, um, uh, there's it's there's this one scene where Padme is like talking about to the Jedi because they're like apparently supposed to babysit her now. That's their job. And she's like, perhaps just with your presence, this mystery will be revealed. <laughs> And I, I just wrote, who wrote this shit? Oh, yeah, George Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> dot, 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 George Lucas. And then he sends in poisonous bugs. He yeah. doesn't just shoot her. Yeah. It's it's little bugs that are going to get her. That's, that's... The, other thing, the other note I made about this kind of like their babysitting uh, the senator is that Anakin's so fucking horny, like Snake and School's out. Well, I, I like how... <laughs> Okay, yeah. she covered the cameras. What did she catch him masturbating, watching I her? Know, right, <laughs> right. She doesn't like him. Wa- she doesn't like me watching her. Well, no shit. I forgot to hit the mute button. She heard me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, so again, like like hearkening back to to uh, people losing their shit over what 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 Ray can do. Yep. Okay, I get it. I know he's gone through years of training with Obi Wan, but they're they're fucking flying in space. They're they're jumping out of of cars and like free falling but he's the chosen one 
Yeah, but even Obi-Wan dives through a window <laughs> and grabs onto a fucking some kind of droid thing and flies around with that through a city. Like, again, same thing. People get upset, but these prequels just made Jedi look like the most biggest superheroes. Well, ever. no, that that's not true. They make certain Jedi look like yep. big superheroes. Oh, that's right. Oh, we're that, that's exactly right. We'll get to that later. <laughs> yes, of course. Um, then another one. I, I and again, like I'm not really uh, there. There, there's a point in time where uh, they get split up. So after this assassination attempt, the Jedi Council decides that they're hang going. On, to hang have, on, hang on, oh, hang on. Oh, you're so far ahead. You're getting so far ahead. You're missing things. Okay, go. There's so many great moments. <laughs> yes, we can't miss. All right, so let, let me let me kind of drive this bus for a bit. Go. Okay, so so Obi Wan jumps out, and we get like a car chase with shenanigans, which, you know, you can't have a good movie without a good car chase, which is what they're doing. And um, I, you know, it's at this point where you're just like Hayden Christensen is the worst actor, ever. <laughs> Like he's he's he he pulls the 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 their little car. It's a car. I don't know what you call it. And he puts it into like a free fall, like straight down. And he's all like cackling away, <laughs> like he's having the greatest <laughs> yep. time ever. But it's just super fake. And uh, I I did make my note is that the only good thing about this scene where they're doing the chase is that the the scene is fun as shit in Lego Star Wars. Mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> and uh, they use a lot of classic blaster sound effects. Uh, but there's really nothing about these prequels that feel remotely like the originals. The CG crash when she crashes in, into the street is terrible. Yep. It's terrible. Terrible looking crash. And uh, yeah, the uh, we forgot. We did not talk about the the shady character offering Obi-Wan death sticks. Oh, yes, that's right. Hey, want to buy some death sticks? You don't want to sell me death sticks. Uh, I don't want to sell you death sticks. You want to go home and rethink your life. Uh, I want to go home and rethink my life. <laughs> See, we don't even need to find this shit on YouTube. I, I was just thinking. I was just thinking that like, if it was a good Star Wars movie, that would have been like funny. But because it's a bad one, it makes me annoyed. Well, it's really annoying because it's like apparently, <laughs> apparently in a galaxy long, far, far away, long, long ago, and far, far away, it's all. They're all such squares. They'll name their drugs death sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Little on the nose. One, one, one thing during the car chase. It's small, but it annoys the hell out of me. What the hell okay. is the point of that electric purple gate that ultimately does nothing? She shoots it, causes there to be electricity. They drive through it, and nothing happens. No, I know. Like, what was the point? Was, that was a rad part of Lego Star Wars, but it makes no sense. And, and Obi-Wan's all concerned, and then they just get through it, and he's like, don't want to do that again. <laughs> like, that's the whole like, consequence. Like, it's just like, a mild... It's like it's like a stoplight, basically. Yeah. Like, did yeah. you need to fill five more seconds in the film? I don't know. I honestly... Like, that, I, that kind, that's the kind of little minor quibble that just annoys the hell out of me, because you could cut that out. There's no reason for it. What? Am I supposed to feel that these protagonists are in danger within the first 15 minutes? Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, and the funny thing is, is that is that at 10 minutes in, I'm like, fuck, there's two hours and 22 minutes. <laughs> Please end this. And then they just put in more little things. Um, Anakin saying, Jedi business, go back to your drinks. Yep. Fuck, I want to strangle him. <laughs> Jedi business, like he's all strutting around like the hot Chico. <laughs> he's all calling, he's all go back to your drinks. Although like, I will so, say, he's all I, dismissive of, of all the of all the plebes who all drink in the bar. I will say I appreciated the robot NFL on the TV. Oh, I know, right? It looks like what video game was that? Was that like Mutant League football? Yeah, or something? something like that. Jesus Christ! 
because they, you know, again, Lucas has to like fill up the the galaxy with like you know televisions, and it's like look at all the funky alien stuff that's going. And these on. aliens giving thumbs up, you know, yep. like that. Hey, um, selling cards. Bounty hun- yeah, the bounty hunter turns into a lizard, and there's no real reason for it. Uh, like I guess she's a lizard. That's all. It's a changeling. She's a changing, starring Angelina Jolie. Yeah, so you couldn't like name it some cool name. It's all changeling. So like George Lucas had like a, a list of, fu- of funky ass names and he's just like, fuck this. It's a changeling. <laughs> and then, of course, like Django Fett, who we don't know he's Django Fett, but he is, shoots a dart from a ridiculous distance, kills this lizard lady and then like blasts off in like the most ridiculous like speed. <laughs> like, you'd never even in that suit, because like, I think it's established that suit is not exactly like the G's that he hits going that fast craziness but again it's george lucas like look how fucking fast i can make this guy take off <laughs> so anyway now we uh, slip we're gonna uh we're gonna catch up to you now yes wow <laughs> so yeah so now the jedi council is like okay yeah. Obi, Obi, yeah so we just got it we got to discuss and they're like after deliberation they're like obi-wan you're going to uh go and find out the mystery of the bounty hunter anakin you will stay with uh the senator that's it. Yeah. But it takes so a long time to do missions to the Jedi. And we have to sit there and we have to listen to Yoda talk about how everything is just murky right now. The dark side is clouding everything. Yeah. Because I guess that's you just you have to write that in and just say it, which is really another way of saying like what fucking inept Jedi. Yeah. I know, and the funny thing is there's like hundreds of them. Uh, Yoda just says hundred there's literally hundreds of Jedi at this point in the storyline. It's not like there's like three of them. <laughs> there's like hundreds of them and I, and we'll get to that because there's some things I don't understand when there's so many Jedi but we'll, we'll get to that so yeah Jedi Council I like giant brain Jedi that guy's awesome you, you mean dickhead Jedi, <laughs> dickhead his, Jedi. There you go. his head's like big cock <laughs> that's his power <laughs> so, head. so this is where after uh, after Obi-Wan takes off and Anakin is left with uh, with uh, Senator with Natalie Portman with, with Natalie Portman yeah let's just say like that it's he has one the first of what is many hissy fits. Yep. He just so many fits and she just sits there and watches him and yet for some reason is still attracted to him. I don't get why he's so mad at Obi-Wan. Like he's that upset. Like dude, you you you're not even a real Jedi yet. You haven't passed your test. No, but he's special. I well yeah, but <laughs> well the you know, I, and I hear that. Like you know like but the funny thing is the Jedi have been like like cautioned about him and 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 i don't think that they've pumped him up being so special this whole time in fact they were quite fucking dickish to him in the movie before mm-hmm. and he was a little kid and then yeah how he's got this ego i don't understand his ego his out of control ego actually makes no sense in this storyline because he comes from super humble beginnings and he's made to feel in phantom menace like right in front of him they're talking about he's not ready and he's a he he's not he he will never be ready and yet, all of a sudden, you know, like ten years or five, six or seven or eight, whatever fucking age he is, I don't even know. Ten years later. Ten years later, he's all all of a sudden he's like, you know, just turned into a fucking rock star, <laughs> even though they treat him the same. Yep. Well, it makes I don't me. And I would be remiss if I did not mention right before that 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 Padme appoints Jar Jar to serve in her place in the Senate. That's got to be the dumbest decision in the history of fucking Star Wars. It has to be. Yep. Like, what other character made as worse of a decision than that? Because <laughs> Jar Jar woefully inept, so underqualified. 
And then he's the one who does the motion. But anyway, okay. So, so here we go. We're, uh, we're talking. I called him way worse than early Luke. What a baby. <laughs> yep. Although you, I, you, can, I, you can see the family resemblance. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I did say that I did wonder why Padme fell for this trash boy. <laughs> So, and then I noted again in giant caps that this movie is fucking boring. <laughs> there's, there's, then there's a completely like to me. I, I get that Obi Wan needs to gather information from somewhere. Why does he have to go to a diner and speak to an informant? Because <laughs> that's the only know. man who knows. It's like all of a sudden it's an episode of Law and Order. <laughs> dun dun. <laughs> he he goes into the diner and he's like, you know, and all of a sudden the guy that's cooking in there is his old friend. Yeah. And they just sit down and, the, and then he shows the little dart and the guy's like, "Oh, what do you know?" <laughs> <laughs> One thing that I didn't notice and and I'm glad that I watched this this time because I did not notice that Dexter Jester had such a masterful stash. Yes. yes, big fucking duster, eh? Because it blends so into his skin. I know it's awesome. <laughs> awesome. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Can we back up? Is yes. anyone else bothered by Obi Wan and security guard guy kind of taking bets on? Well, so so who's going to make the first move? Is it going to be Anakin or is it going to be Padme? This is a problem. Especially yeah, I know. for it's Anakin. Big... I know. Yeah, I don't get it. It's kind of weird. Especially, you think Obi Wan would be super perturbed by this? Yes. Yeah, like, but again, you know the thing is, he's on an exciting detective mission. You know, maybe he's just amped up to fucking get out there and do some do some sleuthing. Oh, that's so. Painful. Well, after hanging out with Anakin for ten years, I'd probably be yeah. excited too to just get out on my own. <laughs> Can no be PI, right? Like, god damn it. So yeah, he um, it's such a waste of Obi Wan too, because I I will posit a theory later that that the the only. The only reason you could never wipe out the tr- the, the the and reboot the uh, the prequels is because Obi Wan Kenobi played by Hugh McGregor is awesome, and that's like it because now that's Obi Wan when he's young. Still makes and you no can't sense. change it in people's minds. Still makes no sense though when you translate this character to the original trilogy, unless I'm to believe that Al Guinness is senile and doesn't remember R two freaking D two. Well, that and that's that's a huge gap, right? There's a couple <laughs> of giant gaps in the fucking story that you know they could have just. They could have just written it to make it match, but you know, uh, they'll, they'll do everything else. They'll 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 make stretches to connect fucking C three PO to Anakin, and Darth Vader will say no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna. I don't know if I'm jumping too far ahead. So stop me if I if I. Well, um... they go to they go to the archives, right? He goes to the archives to find the the planet where the dark. Oh, is that's right. With I didn't the, even with put the this bitch in. librarian. Yeah. <laughs> Again, in another, like, George Lucas just going with the tropes, it's all like an old library, and it's all an old lady. So even in a long time, long, long ago in a galaxy far, far away, librarians are all old human ladies. <laughs> like, it couldn't be some mythical creature or, like, you know, a dude. It all has to be an old lady, like every other librarian in this galaxy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and then uh, and then I wrote nothing else about that scene because it was terrible. Doesn't he go and see the... um? Then he goes Wait, to see we the. Go back, so we well, go back well, no, hold on, hold on here. Uh, what I like about the scene is when there's a gap in in the map. Yep. And so he takes it to Yoda because Obi Wan doesn't understand. He's like, "What could it be? I don't know." And he has to ask oh, Yoda, and Yoda gets a kid to be like, "There's a missing part to the map." <laughs> Someone took it out. Yeah, it got it in two seconds. Yeah, and Obi Wan doesn't doesn't understand. I called this scene Jedi babies. Although at this point, I'll (laughs) I'll say that I appreciate the movie by this point has demonstrated two instances of Jedi arrogance. There's one at the beginning where oh, Dooku could never be. 
could never be yeah. a bad guy. He, he used to be a Jedi. And the librarian who, well, if we don't have that information, I'm I'm afraid it just doesn't exist, dipshit. I know, right? God, that, is that lady a Jedi? Like, that's what I want to know, too. Yeah. They're also fucking dumb. Or she just, of- she's just hired by the Jedi. She's like the Jedi secretary that they hire. Like, did she have to apply to Yoda to run the library? called Jedi Archives Administrator. I would imagine that she wouldn't have had to have have, have, uh, applied for it. They would have known about her, and then, like, Yoda would have approached her. I'd like to see that as one of the side movies, where the the Jedi uh, go on side missions to recruit the best admin staff in the galaxy. Okay, you have to email hr (laughs) at (laughs) jedi.com. So good. So line's terrible, by the way. <laughs> terrible at this point. Again, they spend they spend like you know five to ten minutes to basically establish. I find a map. There's a hole in the map. Go there anyway. Children are innocent. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, Obi Wan looks at the fucking thing and it says there's stars being pulled in its gravitational pull. Like clearly, there's something there. You ask, just go find it. God. <laughs> You, you have these fucking ships that can go across the galaxy in seconds. And I must say, in the entire movie, the scene with the children is probably the worst for Yoda's mouth not matching up with his oh, sounds. Know. It's terrible. <laughs> and, yeah, there's a lot of... The CG on Yoda is just brutal. Mm-hmm. Brutal. Um, they're, they're back and forth with Anakin and Padme at this point. And I'm, by the way, while you're talking, I'm going to line something up here because I think this is, this is an important scene okay, to line so, up. Okay, so let's see. He's, uh, he creeped her out on the refugee ship where they stand out like a sore thumb because they have their own astrometric droid. And she's wearing like this crazy gold outfit. Yep. But <laughs> at- like they're all the richest people. All, all- <laughs> <laughs> like honestly, you look in the background <laughs> and these look like genuine Lord. refugees. <laughs> Yeah, it's just bad. They're on the refugee ship, and then there's the senator and a Jedi. Yeah, she's all, she's all, she's all queened out. Which I gotta say, so she's talking about um, being, she was the queen, right? Who, but she was elected. Yes. At twelve years old. Yeah, things are weird on the boat. Like I don't fucking get it. I do not get this. <laughs> Makes no sense. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, and it, it's probably all non-canon now, but in the extended universe, it does seem to be a Nabooian thing where they elect like young teenager, mid-teenager. It's <laughs> okay. so creepy. Yeah, that's it's like terrible. American Idol, and then they elect their queen. Fucking Naboo, they're terrible. Also, so, by the way, um, I should I should mention while the refugees all dressed up, they also have robot servants tending to them. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so they get, they're on Naboo. Now, can, I, again, I don't, I want to make sure we haven't missed wait, any wait, points. Wait, 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 we have to remember, Anakin has already creeped out Padme again with yeah. his, you're exactly like I remember you in my dreams. <laughs> oh, God. It's, it's bad. Like, the, the leap that they make, like, at one point in this movie makes no sense because there's no reason for her to like him at oh, all. Oh, my God, we missed the... Um, don't look at me like that. Why? It makes yep. me uncomfortable. We missed the entire packing scene. Oh, I know. That's right. <laughs> I love and, he's it. Like, I... and he's like, okay, milady. And, oh, yeah. and then he stares at her like, like with doomy eyes. Oh, God. It's fucking gross. It's all horny Darth Vader. Oh, Jesus. I can't even talk about it. It makes me so mad. But yes, he has creeped her out multiple times. So he, so she's starting to turn on to him. Yes. Yeah, well, obviously. Yes. Apparently this is turning her around. <laughs> Lessons in, in how to snag women. So now, now are we on Naboo yet? We're not on Naboo because he goes to, now we cut, like they're going back and forth here. Yeah. I have a, well, rapid pace for this movie because it's pretty <laughs> slow fucking pace, but they're going back and forth. So we go back to, to um, Obi-Wan 
and it's awesome ship, by the way. Yes. All the, most of the space stuff fucking rocks. And um, <laughs> he lands on Camino, and he sees the he sits in the spoon seat. That's all I have. I will say, <laughs> I do really enjoy the art direction and the look of Camino and the buildings and even the aliens, like the yeah. the the bluish Apple Store. I actually think yeah. that look worked for the film. It did. Agreed. I just wish that Camino was a planet that was just a big car. That'd be awesome. Come on. Uh, <laughs> now are we on Naboo? Because no, I'm, wait, I'm wait, fucking wait. dying to play this clip. <laughs> no, okay. wait, wait. I like how. Oh, okay. Actually, fine, fine, fine. Go, go, go. Don't okay. play it yet because I got a couple things to say. Okay. <laughs> well, we go back to the and I call it the big woo on Naboo because <laughs> the wooing begins and they. I made a note here, so they so they get off of this little boat and it's it's a little space boat, I guess. The, the gondola boat. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's a practical effect that actually looks worse than the CG, <laughs> which is strange because. Usually the practical effect will look better. They I don't know who painted this boat. The zoomed out the zoomed out building shop as they're approaching. The entire real part of the building looks phenomenal. And then you have the CGI nabooing add-ons yeah. on the roofs. And then the boat, like it's real. <laughs> they get out of this boat. It's a real boat that's been yep. painted. They must have not have painted it well enough. Because it does not match what you think it look like. So they get off their little boat. And I just wrote, how are these fucking dinks falling in love? That's well, what I wrote. Well, you see, he turned around and helped her out of the boat. Well, you know, he's such a gallant person. So, you want to play the clip? I like, do. Man? I'm All dying. Right, let's what happens Here during uh, this little Nabooian fuckfest. I don't like sand. <laughs> it's coarse, rough, and irritating. And it gets everywhere. Not like here. Here everything is soft and smooth. Ugh! Fuck sakes! So bad! Uh, and by the way, Natalie Portman, who's wearing like in in every scene a new dress and and yeah. and more and more like revealing and sexy. And in this one, her entire back, right down to the waist, is revealed. And as he's saying "smooth," he he goes for a nice little feel. Yep. <laughs> Oh yeah, big time slip right Not there. Slip, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, and uh, and then <laughs> she she ends up kissing him and then and then cutting him off, and he's all frustrated. I will say, every so often, I I gotta wonder how much of this is George, and I've heard that George Lucas actually did tell both Hayden Christensen and Natalie Portman to tone down the acting. <laughs> oh and, my. Like I've actually, I'm I'm not sure if that's from a documentary or if it's apocryphal, but I, I I'm. Te- I turn. I choose to believe it, and I will say every so often Hayden Christensen has a really good line read or reaction, and this is one of them. Not the sand line, but after she pulls away from the kiss. Oh if yeah! If you look at Hayden Christensen, it's very believable because he, you can read on his face like, "What did I do wrong?" Oh, women. Uh read, and you know what? He's not a terrible actor. No, he's not. Overall, I've liked him in in, a, in several things, just not in any of these. And in, yes, I do agree. There was there was some levity in that moment. In one every eight nine shots in this film, he does a good job. And and I will say he doesn't have a lot to work with. No, I got none of them really do. Um, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that the name of this chapter on the Blu-ray is "A Stolen Kiss." Are you serious? <laughs> oh yeah. Who stole yeah, there's it? There's a Star Wars chapter called "A Stolen Kiss." And I, I know we're going to jump forward to this, but I, I'm just going to reference it anyways, because Phil had a good point. He later references the kiss that he's haunted by, the one that she should never have given him. <laughs> and 
What's Phil? Your observation? You mean the one this morning? <laughs> yeah, the timelines are weird, right? He's been haunted for hours by the kiss. There's a point later on where where Padme mentions that they can't that that like the Jedi won't be able to get across the galaxy to save Obi Wan in time. Yep. Yet Obi Wan's cruising around the galaxy in like in like three hours. So it makes no sense. In the same day, he goes to Camino and comes back to Geonosis. So how in the same fucking day? So again, it doesn't make any sense. Well, and and I'm not sure if you've watched the Mr. Plinkett reviews. He, he, no. He makes a really good point here that for some reason, George Lucas, he just gets the roles wrong. It should be Anakin who is the stoic one resisting because he is the Jedi. There's no reason for the senator to have this sort of, oh, I can't, I'm a senator. Well, that doesn't mean you can't fuck people. Exactly, there it is. <laughs> but I, but at the same time, and I, I raise this point too, I see every reason in the world for Anakin to to like yep. fall in love with the senator. Yeah. But why would she like him? I don't know. Like, what is it about him that 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 makes her like him? Other than maybe he's using his Jedi mind tricks on her. Yes, yes. Well, that's- Right, because she's resisting and maybe because she doesn't like him. That's and one of my with his devious magic. That's one of my favorite fan theories. That that's a great theory. Oh, it's wonderful. The idea that well, you know, you know, and it's one of the only reasons that makes sense to me for why Jedi can't have relationships because even if they don't mean to, their connection and power with and 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 power over the Force is so strong that unconsciously they can just warp the minds of those around them. And it even explains why Padme dies at the end of three. His, yeah, his, hold, his hold on her was broken for that one instant, and it was her chance to escape. And yeah. so other things that he does that are apparently so attractive is when they're talking about like the future of the, the Federation, and Anakin basically says that a dictatorship would be the best. Yeah, well, and that's that's some terrible, like some really ham-fisted foreshadowing, right? <laughs> Like, it makes sense. It, I didn't like when he said that. I was like, what the, who the fuck is this dummy? But then you realize it's like, yeah, that's we're, we're supposed to know that's why he turns bad. Um, we do, in, the, in between these two things, the, 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 the wooing on Naboo, we go back to Camino. <laughs> uh-huh. or, and what I, what I mentioned was, is that I, I, in my notes, is that at this point, like, Obi-Wan needs a fucking pipe and a Sherlock Holmes hat. <laughs> Just he's just fucking doing such good detective work. He all plays it so cool, like when he like pretends that he knows what's going on. He's like, these clones are magnificent, as, yeah. I, as I expected. By the way, though, we talked about how how that was a nice looking kind of uh, set piece in Camino. I would be. I, I have to mention though that that it's it's like the Matrix. It's all babies in bottles, all being grown, <laughs> and uh, you know. I laugh. I laugh that Boba Fett's a clone. That's hilarious. Um, the army. The shot of the army looks pretty bad. Um, yeah, just eating fucking uh, breakfast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All these stormtroopers. Oh, the best parts of Camino are before they get to the massive army shots. Yeah, exactly. And and then the battle is pretty good. Yes. Um. So we go back to Naboo, and we got a. As we were just talking about, we got a sassy, fake-looking picnic. This is horrible. Of all the CGI crap. Yep. In in all of the Star Wars prequels, the worst one is I guess to impress her, he rides a beast. Okay, so here's here's my thoughts. I, this is the one thing I wanted to say, and I said the same thing. This is the worst moment in the whole series. In the whole series, I believe this. So he surfs 
on this like cow beast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he looks like he's fucking Teen Wolf on top of Styles. <laughs> like he's playing fucking Surfing USA. Some, you know what? Somebody should do a fucking vine of that. <laughs> Surfing USA with that because that'd be amazing. And then he falls off and gets trampled, right? And Tabby's all scared and then Anakin's all sick. <laughs> and then they roll about and she ends up on top of him and... Yeah. I guess that I guess that made her like finally fall in love with him. His 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 goofy fucking I don't know what kind of cow it was. It's like if you were trying it's like if uh when you're uh in grade eight and some yep. girls walk by and you're on your skateboard. Yep. So you just have to <laughs> amp up your tricks. I'll do a little I'll do a little Ollie onto the curb. <laughs> and so uh, in the na- in the Nabu timeline, at this point they've had that awkward kiss and she said no, and then they go and frolic about in a field. <laughs> Yeah, and of course they've they've talked about, and like 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 you said, slight man. I mean, he's he, the, the the extrapolation of his of his belief that one dictator should rule the whole galaxy <laughs> is established in like the worst way. And how does she not like look at him with such disgust and just be like, "You're fucking dumb." No, oh, because because and and you know what? He's a fucking senator. She's smart. <laughs> Although man. two things, two he, things. He should know. One, his, you know what? This movie really does just, it, episode two is, is Darth Vader the teenager. And that is such a teenager high school answer in terms yeah. of political science and beliefs of government, governance. Well, just to remember, I mean, if I think about this, I mean, there's a photo that exists of, of, of Alan himself with Gary Philman. <laughs> there is. A young conservative. And now look at him. <laughs> when, when did he fall off the wagon? Uh, gir- no, this, this was me with him in probably 1988. When I was a yeah, kid. Well, you weren't a teenager yet. Get a picture with the premiere. We're only 10. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know shit. Come on. I'm, I'm just bugging you. Come well, on. Then, I, I like how at the end there, the only, she she can't, she so can't wrap, wrap her head around the idea that Anakin is a fascist that she convinces herself he's joking. I guess so. He does this like delayed laugh. Mm-hmm. But it, but there's never like, ah, I f- just fucking with you. I'm just thinking like if I'm courting somebody. And I'm just kind of sitting there, like, and we're having a conversation. Like, what's really going to get her uh, worked up is when I'm like, you know, that Hitler had some really good thoughts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pull the old Bobby home, hey? <laughs> <laughs> like, and you know, the thing is, is that she. This is a for, This is a queen, and she's a senator. She is a passionate political voice, and he's just so fucking clueless. But, but most, like, of you all- think if you're trying to if you're trying to get some slip. Like, why are you, like, you should know, like, maybe I should just, like, tone it down. But, but wait, mo- most of all, she's she's a woman in need of romance. I guess so. In George Lucas's world. Of course. Sometimes that's just, they just needed some deep dicking, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so, they they then go, again, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they go back, and now... Back uh, now we've got, on Camino. now we've got the battle. The Django Fett, uh, Obi-Wan battle, which two things well, they start. The first thing they start, they start with a, um, they, he meets Django in, <laughs> I hate saying that, but he, because I just hate the name. He meets Django <laughs> Fett in, in his little apartment. Is that the most rinky dinky apartment you've ever seen? Oh, we pay him well and, and give him this, thing, this one like room. <laughs> he's like, he's like the fucking, the fucking template for the whole clone army and they give him like basically it's not even a bachelor pad. It's, like a, it's like a hotel room his like ship is probably more spacious <laughs> he's got a little walk-in closet i don't know where the pisser is there's no kitchen and he has to and he has to live in it with his clone son yeah and they have this part where it's like they have this badass kind of face off mm-hmm. which it's but then there's like this big fucking stupid dopey looking alien standing in between them <laughs> although that's like i called it a giraffe alien is right there yeah. and it kind of wins the moment. 
Yeah, although I will say that it was a great standoff. That was two actors acting. It really was good. There, there was some good, some 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 really good emoting. Mm-hmm. I did I did enjoy that. So they end up. And they, now we then remember we we the battle hasn't happened yet. I don't think or has it. Nope. No, it hasn't. So now we go back to Naboo again. <laughs> and, it's and, dinner. Because apparently they eat peaches or whatever. Or sort of pears <laughs> with forks. That's their dinner. They're eating pears with forks, and he does a fucking mactastic magic trick. He's all, "Hey, check this shit out," <laughs> and he all floats it over to her. And then we get the quote. Where he's haunted by the kiss. He wait, wait, wait. Him. We go to the sex dungeon. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> by the way, I should also mention, they're at dinner. She's got another dress on. Yep. Then they go to the sex dungeon. And she's got another dress on. And fuck, what a dress. I know, right? It's all... Is that... Is that, is that was it leather? It's like, it's like the fucking push-up raw of dresses. Yep. Like Christ, amazing. Yeah. With, with like the little material like right, right in the cleavage too. Just like everything to accentuate. Yep. But you know, she's like <laughs> So dark No wonder he's sex, so worked up. Dark sex dungeon, leather clad woman, fireplace. Yeah. But she's a sender. Exactly. And so he's haunted by this kiss, like you said, Phil, earlier that day. <laughs> haunted. And you should never have given it to me. Uh, I, I guess. This I should have never stolen trash. it. He's such a piece of trash. <laughs> so they decide. Do they decide to have a secret romance? I, I love I, that's that's just they they don't decide at that point. I don't think it's just it's brought up. He suggests it, and she says, "I'm sender." But yeah, but if well, you th- yeah. think about a this, sender could never have a secret romance. It, it's like <laughs> <laughs> I just like the idea where she's like, I, "I you know I'm not into it. You're creeping me out." Uh, yeah, but we can be together, and it can be a secret. Well, let me think about it. <laughs> I gotta like, say the theory that uh, the theory about him using his 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 Jedi powers to fucking make her like fall in love with him is is very good, mm-hmm. and uh, you know it's it's almost it's such a shame that that wasn't touched on at all because that would have been rad. It would have just been like, yeah, this this guy's evil. So then later you don't have to like make him kill kids. Well, and I don't right? even... <laughs> like you don't have to make him fucking murder children mm-hmm. to make him seem evil because he's looked like such a goddamn fucking mincing little baby the whole time <laughs> although i'd say that he's clearly he's so emotionally raw and even emotionally unstable i don't even think you have to make him do it purposefully no it can exactly. just be an unconscious thing but then this is why you needed the films at some point to explain why they can't have romance we're just exactly. told they that's can't all you because do. they can't you just gotta put it in the viewer's mind why? That this is why, and then you can go. Oh, maybe that's what's happening. We're we're in the it fifth. Be good, but again, little things mm-hmm. that would make things good in this in the prequels don't happen. We're in the fifth Star Wars movie at this point. That that like yep. you know obviously not in order, but it's the fifth one that they've made. And all of a sudden they're just like Jedi's can't date. It's in the rules. Yeah, just like just like that. Oh, okay. I didn't realize. All right. Yeah. That you know, it, I, I, it's just ridiculous. So we go back now, back to Camino because we've gone Camino Naboo, Camino Naboo. I'm kind of at, at some points. I I kind of want to see some other things, but at least Obi Wan, it's satiating a little bit. So so they have this. This is a confusing clone army storyline, but um, it, it is what it is. Then we, do we, then we go back to Anakin having a nightmare about his mom, like, out of nowhere. Yeah. Like and we, the nightmare is really watching this film, so you know, that, it could have spliced in there, but, and I would have been like, "Fuck yes, he's troubled." But we're we're okay. So have now we we're in the battle yet? No, but we're we're an hour into the movie. We're an hour into the movie, mm-hmm. 
And Anakin's also Anakin's it's 10 years removed from the first movie. So there's been 10 years. Yep. And it's only now at this point we know you know that that all of a sudden he's he misses his mom and he's worried about her. Yep. Like there's not even a hint. There's not Well, he's having th- visions. They right? don't they yeah. only you know. So so the idea is that he's probably been getting visions ever since she was taken by the sand people. Yeah. Oh, the sand people, that's right. There, see we explained something to you here. Oh, there you go. Yeah, see this actually did make sense. He's feeling through the force. He's seeing his mother being tortured. So, you know, it makes sense. Now, I think the whole thing's fucking baloney and malarkey. And I will go back and I will I I, I have I have some fantasy booking later. And we'll get to that. Okay. So now we go back and finally we get some lightsaber action. No. Yes. No. Wait, you forgot about the phone call. Oh, the phone call. <laughs> Yeah, tell us about the phone call. Oh, god damn it. I mean, come on. How about the phone call where where Ewan McGregor goes, so I've, I, there's a clone army here, and the Jedi Council's response is, yeah, but do you think the Kaminoans are behind the assassination attempt? It's like, no! <laughs> <laughs> We're contracted out! No, but, d- but, 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 but be wary. Don't, don't let your feelings cloud your judgment. They could oh. be in on it. Do they really have to tell Obi-Wan that? He's a fucking Jedi master. You know? Like, it's dumb. So anyway, we get the lightsaber action, right, <laughs> fellas? Yes. And right away, I'm like, fucking psyched. And then he does a fucking karate kick. Yep. A terrible CGI karate kick. Patented karate kick. I was like, fuck off. There's a lot of bad CGI. Like, the, just the physics of the battle in so many yep. points don't make sense. Yeah, like, no, exactly. Getting flung around by a cable and falling and like, over the edge. It's cool and- when, you're, when you're watching it for the first time. But upon multiple viewings, you're kind of like, oh yeah, this this is clunky. And and uh, and as all of this is going on, you also have to have baby Boba Fett in the ship, being like, "Get him, Dad! Get him! Yeah!" Well, and here's one part that didn't make any sense to me. I can buy that. Okay, Ewan McGregor gets flung around by the rocket. Fine, it's yep. an explosion effect. Why did Slave One's laser cannons not kill him? I have no idea. Like. Little Boba hits the fire button, they shoot, yep. and there's an explosion near him. Yeah, well, you know, I don't know. I, there's some things can't be explained. <laughs> the, they they fly away, yep. and Obi-Wan, who should fucking be an outfielder in Major League <laughs> Baseball, hurls a beautiful fucking uh, toss of his little tracking device onto Slave One as it takes off, and so he follows him. And then uh, the asteroid space chase was pretty fucking good. Yes. Yes. Lots of good stuff. Obi-Wan hates flying, but he's pretty damn good at flying. And uh, yeah, the the uh, Django Fett, you know, uh, psychs him out, gets behind him. We got the heat-seeking or whatever they are. Shoots Rockets. one. Right, well, at one, yeah, and then uh, yeah, it's 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 a good space chase. It's it's so, it's a yeah. typical like bad guy where they see something explode and they're like, "We got him. We won't be we seeing him, him anymore." Done. Of course, in in true Star Wars fashion, he hides somewhere, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden they can't they, their detectors can't detect him. <laughs> so they can detect everything else anywhere, but if a ship hides on like an asteroid or some shit, <laughs> although th- it's I, like all of a sudden it disappears from the radar. <laughs> I only noticed this re- or I only learned of this recently. Do you folks know of the little Easter egg as, um, Django Fett gets onto, gets onto a ship as they're blasting off Camino? No. If you watch him, he actually hits his head on the door as he's going <laughs> oh, in the ship, oh, oh. which is a nice little shout out. Hey, there nice you go. Fan service. I will say Camino is one of my favorite, aesthetically pleasing things from the movie the seismic charges are probably number two 
Yeah, I those are the beautiful. Sound design, the sound design in that part is amazing. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. So there are good things about this movie. Agreed. So uh, we go back again. Now they're on. Now they're going to Tatooine, right? <laughs> yes. Because Anakin wants to, you know, uh, help his mom, and we get C three PO, and fuck him. I hate C three PO, and it's bullshit that Anakin built him, and I hate that. And I hate. <laughs> And we have to go through all this. C-3PO is a fucking asshole to R2-D2. Okay, so now what's the name? I don't know this. What's the name of the guy that used to own Anakin? Uh, Oh, Uh, Watto. 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 Okay, so they go to Watto. The Jewish stereotype. Yes. It's like, only money worked for me. First they go visit. Oh, wait. Yeah, they go to Watto. They go to Watto because because they got to find out what happened Uh, with his mom. Little Annie? Little Annie, it's you. (laughs) Hey, I'm a stereotype. (laughs) (laughs) So then he's like, you know, yeah, I sold your mom. And, like, he could have said it in about 10 seconds. They spread it out two and a half minutes at least. Terrible. Yeah, so they sold mom to, to Lars. Who then freed her and married her. Yeah, who freed her and married her. So they go out to uh, the, to where? The classic, the classic yep. uh, homestead on Tatooine. Yeah. Because, you know, everything has to connect in this movie. You can't just have things that don't connect because people would get upset, apparently. Hey. So I could have done with all, without a lot of the connections, and it would have been great. If they just made good movies, there was a shout out in almost every, almost every scene in The Force Awakens is an echo of something before it. Oh no, I agree. Yeah, I agree. There's a way of doing it that we we pay so much attention to these little things when so much of it is so bad. So Mm -hmm. ultimately, what we figure out is that Sand People uh, kidnapped Shmi Skywalker, and and now they're holding her and. That's, that's and, kind of that. And the lesson is in the New Hope, Sam people 20 years later, still dicks. They really are. So, they, so they, Anakin gets on his little trike. I love I love this scene where he's riding his little dirt bike, super mad through the desert. Like he's just a scene, you know, like super bad CGI, but he's all badass on his little bike. Like I wish they had just put in like Anakin fight dances because that'd be even better. I am, but as we're talking, by the way, I'm like, I'm, I'm, oh shoot, sorry. Oh god, there's an advert. Oh god, what's going on? I'm lining up my favorite thing that, that, uh, of this whole movie. Uh, but anyways, keep going. Uh, so he, he goes in and his mom, or wait, oh wait, we, don't we go back? Now we go back to some political stuff. Yeah, where are all of a sudden, I, I I didn't write a perfect recap, but I did write Twade Federation. So that must mean something. (laughs) The Twade Federation. Well, what is okay? So is it is is there anything that happens with the Senate in this movie? No, just political junk. That's it, right? Just charge. They do something, right, Phil? You would know. What do they do? Well, they they give. Uh, how I can't remember how Jar Jar puts it, but they give emergency powers to the Chancellor. Chancellor, so he can yeah. make decisions. So he can make a grand army. That's okay. right. Of course, this is the this is the first start of the unraveling. Now, of the of the of the Republic, right? Yeah. Are, are we ready to talk about the best scene in the whole movie now? Okay, hang on one second. Um, uh, we go back to Anakin gets is up on a cliff and he sees the Sand People's thing, and apparently Jedi can just jump off cliffs. Yes, ridiculous. Because you know every other movie in the in the in the in the original trilogy that would fucking kill a Jedi. Sorry, and and remember Jedi's powers are supposed to be diminished at this point. So no, only their yeah. ability to read the future. <laughs> Or yeah. something. I don't yeah. know. It's like, although, wait a second. Haven't we also cut to Obi-Wan landing on uh, Geonosis yes. and starting to peep in on the uh, Count Dooku show? 
Yes, he has, and the Trade Federation is there. That's why. That's what my note was. All right. So it's just political junk, and Obi Wan is the peeping tom. And then, um, you know, uh, we go back, and 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 Anakin he he uses his lightsaber to get inside one of these huts, and there's his mom, and she conveniently dies yep. <laughs> right then. Well, she's seen her son again. It's time to go. And uh, and so we cut back, and we got Geonosis, and we got giant insects, and mm-hmm. holograms. This is truly the prequels. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so so I wrote, I just wrote so many holograms. I, I will say that Hayden Christensen with his mom, it, it he does a good job in the tent. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. Not, it wasn't a bad scene. Good enough scene for me. So does then... What did he do? Does he stay in the tent with her until the morning? Like, just with her no, body? No, no, no. He, he, no. He leaves her there and goes on a killing spree. No, he does go on a killing spree, but doesn't that killing spree happen in the morning or is it at night still? It's, it's at night. night yeah. It's still at night. Okay. He comes back in the morning. All right. So he kills them all. He slaughters them all, badass style, because he's upset. And I have no, I have no issue with it. Yep. Um, pain. Yeah. Skywalker so is in terrible pain. Carrying his mom and <laughs> he's upset. Padme is stroking his hair, but he's just slaughtered a bunch of... All right, here we are. Okay. <laughs> the moment we, has come. We need to stop right here. Okay, yep. <laughs> this is the best scene in the whole... This might be the best scene in the whole... Franchise. Trilogy, the whole franchise, okay? All right. So he's he's come back from this incident. Yep. And remember, him and, him and uh, Padme are not officially together yet. No. This is apparently the scene that's pivotal in winning her over. Here's what... I have to remember this. <laughs> if I ever want someone to like fall in love with me, this is what I'm going to say to them. Good. What's wrong, Amy? I. I killed them. <laughs> I killed them all. They're dead. Every single one of them. And not just the men, <laughs> but the women and the children, too. Ugh. They're like animals, and I slaughtered them like animals. <laughs> I hate them. <laughs> uh, I think that's implied, right? <laughs> I love how he adds, I hate them. Yes, I know. It's like that isn't implied. They <laughs> all just killed all of them. I really don't like them. <laughs> they kind of bother me. <laughs> and yeah, like, that- okay, I get it, right? Like I get it. I mean, it's a little excessive. Okay, I get I- why it happened. I'm but- sorry, but okay, <laughs> let's let's just break this down, like like we do with wrestling, and put it in real life. Okay. Yep. <laughs> so you're married. Yep. <laughs> so let's just think about this. You come home. One day, okay, you and and you find out that one of your parents has been killed by an army by the sand people. Okay, yes, yeah. yes. So now, if you explain, I was so angry I killed them, including the women and the children. <laughs> like you have to specifically outline that. Yep. I would imagine that your wife may. This might be the best you'll get. May understand a little. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, not even right. Like it's it's excessive. But if but do you think that she's gonna reply to that being like, I haven't loved you so much as I do right now. 
I know it's stroke my hair and shit. Like, and she, like and like but yes, but apparently this is one of the pivotal scenes where she's like well, isn't, he's so broken. Isn't her actual response to be angry is to be human? <laughs> oh god. <laughs> it's like okay, I understand like, you're trying to be understanding, but what the hell, girl? That's like an undersell of the whole thing. And it's human to be angry. Yeah, okay. Well, and uh, yeah, I don't again, what's Anakin loves killing children, I guess. <laughs> the problem with which, this scene which honestly is is pretty fucking bad. Yes. And well, it's not it's kind of unnecessary. And like it's like okay, you know what? I can understand. The problem with this scene isn't Anakin's motivation for doing what he did. It's buying that Padme just is okay with this. Yes, that's the thing that's, that gets me yeah. too. That's bad. This is it's this bad. is a pivotal scene in their courtship. Yeah. Yep. It's like you know, at the wedding, it's like, you know, I was, I didn't know about him, but after slaughtering the women and the children, <laughs> I just knew. So good. I knew that was the moment. I will say, I will say in Hayden Christensen's defense, no, in Anakin Skywalker's defense, he may be a creeper. He may be a homicidal creeper, but at least he believes that honesty is the best policy in a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> well, he told her and that's a good thing. It is. Right? Yes, it this is. Entire true. time he's been very, he's so been telegraphing. Job, he's had Annie. a neon sign for every single thought and deed he's had in the entirety of the time he spent with. Really Patty. has he, there is there is nothing mysterious about this guy. <laughs> nope, like not a goddamn thing is mysterious about Anakin Skywalker, which is a big fucking like that to me is probably like maybe the biggest problem that they had with the character was there no mystery. One more thing to note about this scene, which is not in the clip. Immediately after that, he also starts ranting about Obi Wan again. I know. He's like, know. it's all his fault. <laughs> <laughs> he holds me back. He belittles me. It's like you know, yeah, I know you guys battle in the next movie, and you're mad, but like, do we need it? I don't think so. So they are gonna leave, right? Yeah, because they get a they get a message from Obi Wan transmission, Obi- from which Obi-Wan. which now apparently Obi Wan cannot get to Coruscant from where he's at. I, I can buy that because he's been shot a few times, but he has to His bounce. Ship has been shot. Yes. Yeah, so he has to bounce a signal to Naboo. Yes, which will then bounce to Coruscant. But they're not on Naboo. But they're not on Naboo. <laughs> That's right. And so then they, he he's like, "What are they doing on Tatooine?" And then he tells him not to 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 come and get him. Like he doesn't want yeah. Anakin and the senator. And yeah. of course, Anakin does what he wants. Well, didn't Anakin not want to go? Yep. And Padme, you know, in the baller move, was like, "Fuck that, we're going." Padme's like, "You got to be with me, and I'm going over there." <laughs> yeah. So Anakin's like, "All right, I'll just leave Obi Wan where he is." And, and Padme is like, "Nope." I would just like to point out <laughs> that at this Padme. point, when they blast off. They just steal three C-3PO. Yeah, I think he just goes with them. <laughs> like, he happened to be on the ship, and they blast off. And, like, you got to think he's he's doing his job. We When you know, they arrive talking, at the homestead... He, he, he knows the binary language of moisture evaporators. Except when they arrive at the homestead, he's doing one of the job things. Like, he's adjusting something. I'm assuming that in 10 years... Um, C-3PO has gotten some kind of an upgrade to have all this knowledge of all these languages. Or maybe he's still learning. I don't know. <laughs> Something. Because he was built by Anakin. And so- he couldn't, you know, like, so I, who knows? But anyway, so we go back now to some more politics. And I would, ha- I have to say, now we got Jimmy Smith's involved. And the dude looks like he's, like, in a Shakespeare play. <laughs> what he's wearing. He looks like he's, like, he's, like, ready to do Midsummer's Night Dream. It looks like it. Now, I, upon second view... He doesn't quite have the collar, but it looks like it. <laughs> and uh, 
and now we get uh, we go back, and now uh, I believe we're on Geonosis now. Yeah. And uh, I gotta say, we go from Darth Maul to fucking Count Dooku. <laughs> Jesus. So there's a few things about this. <laughs> One is now, and especially Obi Wan, is just like Dooku. <laughs> Yeah. You know, like, he doesn't even say the count part. But then the other part is, like, what makes him a count? <laughs> I don't know. Is he a vampire? So, like, so at one point, he was Jedi Master Dooku, and then he left and's like, I like the sound of count. <laughs> so he's just Count yeah, Dooku. Count Dooku is a very ambiguous character. Like, I don't really get... Like, there's a side story. Mm-hmm. Is Count Dooku. The 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 uh, the origin story. That's what we need to do. But then again, like it it just you know calling him Dooku, like yep. would that really happen? It, and that's the second worst one. The worst one in the whole series is Annie. Oh God, worst. Just calling Anakin Skywalker Annie. Ugh, I hate just it. Just making him childlike the whole way through. Yeah. So, but but so, Dooku, you're so, not going to get away with this one, Dooku. So so Obi Wan is captured. Right? Is that what yeah. we're at? Yep. And it may take a while to secure his release. Yeah, and so they, of course they chat about politics. Because why not? You get Jedis in a room together. Let's talk <laughs> politics. So they go to the Senate now. And this is my favorite part of the movie. Not the Senate part, but the one little, one second part of this is that the whole Senate scene is ass. But they're in the, in the, in the Senate thing. One of the, one of the groups is a contingent of Ponda Babas. From episode fucking four, <laughs> you know, in the cantina scene, yeah, where the guy is like, "I have a, a my friend doesn't like you, and I don't like you either." Well, the other guy's Ponda Babbitt. I know this because my son has a, has all these books, right? All these Star Wars books, and one of them has all these characters. Yes, there's all these like, like kind of low level characters, and like one of them, it's all. Ponda Baba, Dr. Evazan. <laughs> and so the big joke in my house is that at the end of the book, it's like, what, who would you want to be friends with? And my son's always like Ponda Baba and Dr. Evazan because they're all fucked up looking. So I saw a bunch of Ponda Babas and I'm like, yes, Ponda Baba. So there we go. That's my favorite part of that scene. Mm-hmm. And in the end, it's junk. Of course. Um, I, I don't, I forget how, oh, maybe I don't forget how they go through this. They go through this super elaborate scene with, uh, Anakin and the droids and oh and, Padme. and and Padme, what? where the, the factory oh, they basically yeah they get there's like a there's like a they go through a factory like a video game. Now explain uh. this to me. What what I find interesting is that this planet full of like fucking giant bees or whatever. Mm-hmm. The like main thing is that they make fucking machines. It kind of it, it doesn't quite make sense to me, but you know I'll let that one go. I will say the Geonosian race or species is one of the more bizarre and just. I can't comprehend what they're doing because they're so sophisticated that they have this technological battle center and they help develop the Death Star. Yeah. But they look like a bunch of homeless people in the gladiatorial arena. Yeah. yeah and I, I, they I, have I, a gladiatorial arena. Yeah. After, <laughs> after all, everything is said and done with their prisoners. They, they, they just have a gladiator scene. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Okay. So, so, so you have these, this, this, um, uh, this, uh, race of aliens and they're they're insects, and but they they clearly are technologically advanced. Mm-hmm. So how are they still doing these medieval fucking uh, ways of executing people? It makes no sense to me. It doesn't make sense in kind of the history of because I mean we can say this is a, a different galaxy, but really they have a fucking senate. 
they have you know all these different things but yet there's still this race who's technologically advanced but also still executes people using monsters i don't know anyway yeah like this- i mean they're they're involved they clearly had a piece to play in in developing death star and there's they have sonic cannons yes <laughs> But yet, here's how we're going to take care of these guys. Um, so anyway, also, this- I, we have to say, we also established here, for whatever reason, and, and at the time, I think it was seen as cool, but now I look back and I'm like, really? That uh, R2-D2 can fly? Terrible. He, uh, just, terrible. he just has rockets and he can fly. The, the best part about R2-D2 is that he's a little clunky robot. I don't know why they had to make him do all this fucked up crazy shit for him. Mm-hmm. Flying around. It's like, no, and... C-3PO is so annoying in the scene. Oh, yeah. As he always is, but it's even more because he's CG-3 C-3PO, so he's oh worse. Oh, my God. The, the Oh, my God. The CGI C-3PO is probably the worst thing visually in this entire film. I agree because he's supposed to... The thing with, with, with C-3PO is that he can't fucking do anything. He's mm-hmm. a stupid droid. Right, he kind of stumbles around and bumbles all over the place. But you see, but all how, of a sudden, he's all like falling and grabbing onto fucking. He grabs yeah. onto the the what is yeah that giant robot with the platform on it. Yeah. He looks agile as fuck. I know. It makes <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, you know what he looked like? He looked like that little robot in that fucking War Amps commercial. He's all flying through the star of the robot. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. Oh, out of nowhere, all of a sudden, it's all he's all he's all. He's all parkour fucking CGPO. Yeah. You're talking about my childhood there. That brought me back. Ah, uh, well, that's what we get on the sleepover. That's what we're. That's half the reason we're here. So uh, they add, uh, you know, uh, Anakin and Padme get caught, and they are prisoners too with Obi Wan, and then they wheel them out into the gladiator arena. Although the the weapon, which is his life, gets destroyed. Although his yes, arm does. does not. Yeah, that's exactly. Right. That's right. Um, I, I was telling Alan earlier. I honestly do not understand that that part. No, it makes no sense. How his arm gets all caught up, but then it's fine. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's supposed to like you know create some drama, but the whole scene is one big like waiting to see what happens. I don't see they had just way too many things. And then we get the foreshadow. Oh, Padme's gonna have lava dumped on her. <laughs> and well, luckily, see, luckily R two can plug into anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. It's it's like USB ports all over the galaxy that just <laughs> that just fit the robots. And uh, oh, yeah. and she also the the foreshadowing where it's like oh when the dart when the lightsaber is broken and then Anakin's like Obi Wan's gonna kill me. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, that's one of those moments where it would work in the Force Awakens. Yeah, yeah. But in this one, ugh. No. Yeah. So they do the Gladiator Arena um, three years after Gladiator was in theaters, so that's nice. (laughs) And won the Oscar. Yeah, yeah. Mm. This movie is ripping off everything. And I got to say, okay, I I know there are so many things to say. There's so many things to say about this. Bill, by the way. But ultimately, ultimately, and 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 you feel free to go back and say some stuff after this, but but it, it ends up with this battle with... Thousands of droids against thousands of clones with laser guns shooting all over the place. Yep. And there are Jedi kind of in the middle. Like, they're fighting on the side of the clones at this point, but they're right kind of in the middle of this battle, right? Yep. And there are Jedi who die in this battle. Yep. Yet, for some reason, standing alongside the Jedi, just cool in the whole battle, Padme. Uh, I know, (laughs) shooting with her little gun. My favorite part is, and you're right, we do have to go back a little bit, but my favorite part is when she's riding on the beast and Anakin's behind her, in whatever the in the seating area, the standing thing, the plat- yeah, the chariot, yeah. yeah. And wait a second, she's up there. Your lightsaber ain't deflecting ninety percent of the laser shots heading her way. 
The physics make no sense. Also, when they're they're chained to these large poles, right? So yep. she climbs the pole. Yeah, uh, the two she does. <laughs> well, <laughs> they, the, the well, other of two... course, Obi Wan and, and Anakin are acting like doofs, and I actually that was a good scene. You know, they they end I, up escaping. I did like that that was a good that was a good one. And then, as always, another thing that Lucas always just has to have is that you got to be riding a beast at some point. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Anakin's all riding the beast. She yeah, jumps off. She, off she jumps in the movie. She jumps off the pole and just lands perfectly right oh on the beast. God. And then and then it's all CGI kiss on the cheek. Oh. Oh well, and, and the way she lands, it's like it would have just fucking destroyed her genitals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God damn it! Like this, <laughs> this is not terrible a, physics. This is not a uh, a pillow. This is not memory foam you're landing on <laughs> yes, here. Yes. Just remember that she did also fucking drop kick a monster. Yeah. And apparently it died. <laughs> That's true. She swung around on a fucking chain. And drop kicked him. Yeah. Like, you know what? That shit may have worked in fucking, like, 1960s wrestling. You know, you <laughs> pin a guy off a drop kick. That doesn't work in 2002. No, it doesn't. Those three... It doesn't matter if you're Bob Holly or fucking Jim Brunzel. You're not you're not jobbing to a fucking drop kick. That so, monster jobbed hard. So meanwhile, while all this is taking place, this is still at the point where it's just the entertainment. Like, the yeah, whole man. audience is still there, and you know, they're, they're all good, except for the Trade Federation guys are like, it's not supposed to happen like this. I know. Can't we shoot her or something? Yeah. And then, yeah, and then, and then we get the, the Mace Windu thing. Whoa. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. First off, okay, we gotta give, we gotta give credit where credit's due. We can't be all negative here. Those three no. creature designs are really good. They are good. I agree. They, but, they look, they're, they're the, one of the better looking parts of this movie uh, uh, that isn't in space. Yeah. And, and Anakin tames a monster. So yeah. That's- one I love, I, I, I have no idea why I know this, but it's like the one that goes after Anakin. Well, that's normally a herbivore, but they've starved it, so now it eats meat. Extended universe crap. We there forgot the part before they enter the arena, and she reveals that because their lives are about to be destroyed anyways, they can give in to their love. Oh, yes. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, and that, that's another that one of those moments where Hayden Christensen's line delivery is actually pretty good, because he's all, I thought we weren't supposed to love. And she's yep. like, well, well, doesn't matter now. She's like, look, you killed the women and the children. <laughs> I'm obviously in love with you. Obviously. So let's go to Mace Windu because he comes in and says this party's over. Oh, sorry. Before, one more thing before that. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. There's so much. Natalie Portman's nipple outfit and then having the whole midriff getting torn off. Yep. Come on. No, that, that, was, uh, that was pure gold. Like George Lucas just has We're- to th- throw in a little bit of sex. We try not to be we try not to be very lecherous on the mezzanine sleepover. Yes, but credit where credit is due on a good scene. Anyway, a, a good outfit. <laughs> Party's over. Natalie Go. Portman, well done by by the writers and the and and the and the and the uh, costume. Are, are you complimenting George Lucas? Yes, I am. Oh my god, which is fucking weird because I'm crazy with that. I hate him, but anyway. Okay, okay. Yeah, I hate him. <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> I want to kill him and slaughter all the children. <laughs> He's an no, animal, and I slaughtered him like an animal. <laughs> uh, I hate them. So the Jedi show up. And all the other guys, right? Yeah, Mace Windu with his purple lightsaber. This party's over. Uh, you know, Mace Windu's terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's all these jobber Jedi all over the place. Can, can we take a moment to enjoy how they each get their own five-second pose? Yeah, they get, like, the big <laughs> smile or the fucking... They all strike the big, like, the big uh, open leg kind of fucking stance. Like, oh, okay, I get it. This is your toy stance. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. 
awesome. And so they have this they have this battle, and it's it's just Jedi first, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And so the Jedi are in there, and they're having the big battle, and um, and one thing I noticed, and, and you can always go back and miss things, the things uh, address things I miss, but they they had Django there, mm-hmm. and he even his gun like fucking twirl is CG. Yes. No, is it? You couldn't just train the dude to fucking spin the gun. Oh, it's DG clearly. Oh, I, I, I only, I wasn't focusing on it. I just noticed it happening. Oh, yeah, it I doesn't know look it was, right. Oh dear. Yeah, just it doesn't a, look right. And he's that that scene. He he shoots a Jedi right dead right yep. before he twirls his gun. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because now again, all the jobber Jedi that are just easy to kill. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they're just they're terrible. So so we got all these Jedi and they're getting killed. Jango then jobs big time to Mace Windu. Yes, he does. Like, just in, like, the worst way. He dies like a punk. He's fucking clumsy. He gets blasted off by his little little rocket. He has a great moment with the rhino beast. Yeah. He gets trampled. No, but after that, they have a stare-off. The rhino beast goes charging. He just calmly kind of positions himself, stares for half a second, shoots one bullet, and dodges out of the way. That's really cool. And then he gets his ass kicked. Yeah, then he gets trampled. And Mace Windu, who, of course, is fucking playing baseball with his fucking yep. lightsaber. <laughs> Terrible. Actually, that isn't a bad little one where he, where he fucking baseball bats the, the, the fucking laser blast. That was, that was okay. Um, at some point, C-3PO has, is fallen oh, and can't yeah. get up. <laughs> yes! I was so disappointed that they didn't use that line! <laughs> and his head gets taken off. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's not. It's not. Actually, it's not C three PO. Right. Back in the back in the scene where they're in the uh, the industrial plant, his head gets switched with a plant of one of the battle droids. Mm -hmm. Yes, Roger, Roger. So, so now the one where his head is on the body at C three PO, and the one where his my legs aren't moving. I must need maintenance. Yeah, where the bad guy's head is on his body is a bad one. Guys, I swear to God, he said, "I fall and I can't get up." No, he doesn't. I, uh, the, because the I remember I he says something very similar, but not okay. quite. I don't know why, okay. and I remember thinking, "Ah, missed opportunity." And yeah, I thought he said that. And then there's comedy in the middle of all this with with R two D two. Here's another one that's just rolling around, all cool, <laughs> just all cool. No in the middle of damage, no. Yeah, and 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 the switches the heads back, and he's you know he's dragging C three PO's head through the sand. Oh, I lost my head, or whatever and, the fuck he and said. And that's and that's standard kind of Star Wars. But it'd be funny. Oh, I don't have a big problem with it because usually they cut back to a little bit of comedy, which I don't mind. But you know, again, it's just like oh, it feels like just, overkill though because every it flips immediately back and forth, scene by scene, comedy yeah. action, comedy action, yeah. instead of spacing it out more. So the Jedi get surrounded, and they're doing this big fucking battle thing. And I'm wondering, Jedi are so fucking powerful. How can they not all just force blast everything all together? <laughs> How do they not just all at the same time force blast and create a giant force blast that wipes out the whole fucking arena? If they like they they can they can they can leap tall buildings in a single bound. They can they can they can blow away you know sixteen fucking droids at the same time. Well, they can't like force blast. Or, like, there's like at least twenty of them, right? And we we've already established like maybe not all of them can do it, but we know that uh, we know that Obi Wan can. He is doing it all over Episode One. I would like to think that Obi Wan and Anakin and Mace Windu could take out a fucking ar- an army of droids. Mace Windu like, should be able to, right? Well, you know, 
Well, anyways, so, anyways, so now they're surrounded, and they're like, the we're going to fight you to the death anyways, all you robots. And this is all because Mace Ru- window, window, Mace Windu, <laughs> Mace window, when he had the advantage and had a lightsaber pointed to freaking Boba Fett Sr.'s head, he decides to just, okay, no, I'm going to face off with these droids. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah, Kill just, them. Yeah, pretty bad. Um, and of course, Count Dooku all like all like spares them and you know instead of just killing me you know this is movie this isn't star wars this is just movies in general it's like oh i'm gonna give you a chance although although i can understand okay we're gonna take them as hostages and yeah, i don't sense. know take i ransom them for money well, i don't Not understand really what the whole point is what's the whole point of even dragging it out because isn't it supposed to be a secret that all of this is going on in the first place yeah. So really. it's not like he's going to call in a ransom and be like, oh, by the way, I'm Count Dooku and there's an evil plot and I'm in it. <laughs> yeah, because they're like, they run away. Like, wouldn't he be best if, if, someone, if someone discovered his plot to just kill them? It, yeah. It seems like this is on the cusp of them, oh God, revealing themselves as a separatist movement with oh, thousands yeah. of star systems and an army. Yes. Like, the, like the, it the, hasn't the, already been established. That the Jedi missed. They've just, they're just missing it. Yeah. So um, then Yoda shows up and is in his ship, and all the clones show up, and it's uh, it's on. The battle continues, and it spills out like much like in wrestling, spills out onto the battlefield. Yes, <laughs> somehow it spills out on the battlefield, and uh, there's fucking senator mm-hmm. telling them what to target, and you know she's just taking a a a, lead, a general kind of role, and uh, there there the battle continues with some more CGI. And some uh, some ridiculous looking starships, by the way, like these big fucking circular the, bullshit. The, the ball things are stupid. Yeah, yeah, pretty so, dumb. Uh, so then, and, and Yoda's giving commands too. He's like, "Aim all your firepower." <laughs> the starship. Like, Wait a like, second. Like, who the fuck's in charge? Where's <laughs> Commander Cody? Those guns. They weren't doing anything until Yoda said, "Do this." <laughs> yeah, it makes no sense. So, and, like the gun, the things apparently like. They shoot and they kind of linger and they kind of mm-hmm. not. They don't. I know that they don't pull the ship down, but it looks like they do. Well, weird. And the Jedi are already showing they don't give a damn about the clones because these are the worst tactics I've ever seen in a Hollywood film. Like the clones are literally just standing in a line shooting. Yeah, it's pretty there's bad. There's no cover. No, there's no military tactics. No, involved. it's just here is our force and here is their force and we're gonna line up like a chessboard. It's like World yeah. War One. It's just like minus who, the trenches. You know, who, yeah, it's like whoever lasts with the the least deaths. That's it. Who can have more than the other? Because you're all gonna die. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it just keeps going and going. Count we, Dooku is now trying to make his escape, right? And and that's the thing. We got to catch Dooku. Yes, and so he's there chatting with these uh, little bees or whatever they are, and uh, <laughs> he's the Death Star plans, and it's the big the big pop moment. Where you all go, where, where the whole place explodes with clapping, because we're all dorks, and uh, you see the plans of the Death Star, the ultimate weapon, and they gotta hide it. So Dooku gets on his little trike, because <laughs> he wouldn't. We can't go a half an hour without another trike ride, <laughs> and it looks terrible again. Like it's just bad. Zooming over the desert. Yeah, and so they follow him, and Padme falls off. That's and, one uh, well shot scene in the entire chase where the the ship almost crashes and it just kind of nudges the hill and she falls off that one actually doesn't look bad not bad she falls off they keep going 
They get to some escape place where Dooku <laughs> escape, and uh, now we have the battle. So Dooku, well, in comes uh, Anakin and uh, Obi Wan, like you won't get away this time, Dooku. Yeah. And and so now it's two on one, which you know yeah. in wrestling booking, two on one for the for the baby faces against the against the like gallant heel. Yeah. Like one one person who's who's like defending themselves against multiple attackers, but he's the bad guy. Yeah. But we soon it's soon revealed that he has force lightning. So he's got a distinct advantage. He pretty much takes out Anakin right away. Yep. Uh with the force lightning. Yep. And then it's one on one. And I mean, this is the one this for some reason Dooku's the one person who uh Obi-Wan can't beat. Yeah, that's right. Because Dooku has him. He yep. has him down and he's gonna fucking kill him, and then Anakin springs to life and saves him. Yeah, and Anakin rocks some double sabers. For if I, if five I, seconds. I know, it sucks. <laughs> and you know, we don't get we don't get multiple sabers really until Grievous does it in the next movie. Yep. But double sabers was awesome, but he gets pretty beat pretty easily. He gets taken out by a wily veteran. His hand is cut off. His hand is cut off. He's beaten pretty fucking severely. And then we get Yoda. <laughs> and, okay, dudes, this shit was amazing. Yes. And I still like it. Well. I still enjoyed it this time around. The ba- fucking pulling the coat aside and the fucking lightsaber jumps into the hand, the green saber. Awesome. Awesome, best scene in the movie. Just that one little move. It's pretty good. Turns yeah. it on. Yeah. Though we, I got, they couldn't, they didn't know how to make Anakin's quote unquote superior dueling skills visual. Because if you watch the duel with Dooku and, and Anakin, most of the, the latter half is just reaction shots with yeah. color. Like it doesn't yeah. actually show what saber techniques yeah. are going on. It's just Dooku's face. Anakin's face, Dooku's face, Anakin's face. There goes his hand. And, yeah, and you and you and 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 during that battle too, it's actually during the Yoda battle too. We also see the 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 just they they had to CG his face onto mm-hmm. somebody else's body. Yep, and just it again, like then don't like you know it worked fine when Darth Vader could bar- barely move. The battles weren't bad, right? So like seriously, like they just they wanted Dooku to be all alive. <laughs> And like really good, and it was like they should have just had him be wily, but no, they got to make him all alive, so they got to put his face on somebody else's body. Bad, but anyway, so Yoda starts doing his flipping shit, and in the movie when we, where I remember we we saw it when we uh, we saw it on the opening night. I remember mm-hmm. fucking place all huge pop. Yeah, yeah, big time. You know, he's flipping around doing what you'd. You know what they they did it perfectly. Here's what Yoda would have to do to defeat somebody. Yes, it's just be like super like. Flipping video game character. So oh, good stuff. Although, why couldn't he at the end there, when Dooku causes the big canister to try and fall on Anakin, why couldn't he have flung it at Dooku's ship? Nah, I don't know why. Like, just, just Storyline, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I could have just ended it right there, but you know, dark side clouded his judgment, I guess. <laughs> yeah, Dooku takes off, he gets away. They he basically sh- battle to a duel or to a draw, but then Dooku distracts by by putting uh obi-wan and anakin's life in peril and uh yep. and as yoda saves them dooku makes his Gets escape mm-hmm. in his in his inexplicable ship with a big fucking <laughs> umbrella it, on with it. its solar sail yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, true. Yes. and then then he goes to new jersey 
<laughs> and then they just look over their big army. Yeah. The big secret army that just exists. <laughs> it just exists and no one notices it. Yeah. Well, I guess it's a clone army at this the, point, the, right? The so that's army. fine. The clone army's fine. Okay, yeah, you've clone explained why fine. there's tens of thousands of them ready to go. Where yeah. the hell did the ships and tanks come from? Yeah, I don't know, man. Did the Kaminoans make those two, or did they have them on special order from some other race? <laughs> that I have dead, no idea. That dead Jedi got around. And, like, seriously, how does, like, 20 years pass, and they have, like, way worse walkers? Like, their walkers look pretty fucking sturdy in, in, in Attack of the Clones, mm-hmm. and then by Empire Strikes Back, they're so fucking rickety. Yeah, yeah. So basically, this movie then ends with just the Jedi continuing to be confused. Oh yeah, there's a marriage too, but I, I just wrote so many dark... secret marriage. But there, it's also like so many dark side tricks happening. Yep, just tricks all over the place. The the Jedi are clueless. The bad yeah, guys got what they wanted. Well, ben Organa is frustrated. Did you see him on the platform going? I don't like his army. (laughs) Yep. I love the secret marriage, too, because it's secret, but they have fucking C-3PO there. My favorite part is... The dude with the biggest fucking mouth in the galaxy. (laughs) And and R2-D2. They're the witnesses of the wedding. The witnesses are R2-D2 and C-3PO. I don't know how C-3PO doesn't blab immediately (laughs) that they had a secret marriage. I just wrote, boo, bad movie. And that's, yeah, that's basically the end of the movie. That was a bad movie. And we spent a lot of fucking time talking about it. Uh, no, I had, did. A, I had a thought, and I, I always, I, I, I fantasy book something, and I'll make it quick. You by the way, the, by the way, just, just uh, for we were going to do dad songs on this episode, but I think we'll save it to next week. <laughs> yeah, we'll save it to next week. Absolutely. Anyways, continue. I, I just feel like um, the, the, the prequels were done so wrong, and they, they really, it started off poorly. I don't. I don't think we needed to see little Anakin. Nope. Like you could have started out with. Imagine if you had. Imagine a a a, 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 a episode one with kind of a a uh, rat rogue and a scoundrel Anakin Skywalker who's just doing you know kind of illegal things, but he's really fucking good at it because he's got this force awareness. And we don't even need to know about a, a mom or anything. We don't even know need to know a backstory. And he gets kind of wrapped up in. You know, uh, like by by luck with uh, Qui Gon Jinn and and uh, and Obi Wan Kenobi in a battle with Darth Maul and all this kind of stuff. You have just a good movie, a good solid kind of caper movie. And then you go to the second one, and in the second one, it's like he, we 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 have him established, and we have Padme, and they 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 don't like each other, kind of like Han mm-hmm. and Leia, but like they're attracted to each other. Like there's they're they're all about the fucking, and then like you no know, like. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if he if he just if he became Darth Vader not in the suit in Episode Two, and then we could just see him? We wouldn't have to have him slaughter Jedi children. We could just see him being a fucking badass in Episode Three, and then finally face off with Obi Wan and get fucking into the suit at the end. Like, you it would have been just so much better. Got away with all the politics. You could have the clones, but you could do it in a different way. Would have been so much better. Instead, you got this slow build. We got to see Lil Anakin, who I don't hate. I don't hate Lil Anakin. He's just a kid. Now, now this is pod racing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Like, we don't need that. And uh, the other thing with all this political shit is he's a fucking Sith Lord. He could have like, just taken over. He, he, like, he's, he's, he's already managed to build the, like, he's already built the army. 
Yeah. He built the army in secret. He's a Sith Lord, but he has to go through all these political tactics to, to bring them into power. Why doesn't he just fucking take over? I, I don't understand. I mean, he get, in, in episode three, he gives a fucking order that wipes out the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Like, just like that. He could have just done that at any other point. I mean, if I was fantasy booking, I'd still only have like a core of like four or five Jedi. Not this big, giant, massive army of Jedi that go around doing diplomatic missions like assholes. Well, <laughs> I just have like, a few core Jedi, and when and you know you can have a few die in significant ways, hmm. right? Are, so are that, you trying to like, tell me well, that that death montage of twelve Jedi in in Episode Three was not significant? It does not resonate. No. <laughs> so yeah, so that's my little fantasy booking. I had more to it, but we don't have a lot of time. Nice. So, uh, an hour and 50 minutes? <laughs> nice. <laughs> to talk, about, talk, the, to talk <laughs> about episode two, Attack the, of the Clones. The movie is 30 minutes longer than this episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? We could have just turned the movie down and done fucking uh, commentary. <laughs> yeah, we should have. Awesome. But, uh, but that anyways. was great. Thanks, fellas. Yeah, so this has uh, been the Mezzanine Sleepover, and... Uh, yeah, we'll if see. If you want more reviews of these movies, please let us know on Twitter or on fucking uh, uh, over email or whatever. So I am uh, at Slip with Five Eyes. I'm at Megamix.com. And our special guest today. I am at Philip A. Ivory. And Philip is on the AIH20416 podcast with me. Listen to that shit or you're ha- a fucking idiot. There hashtag go. marketing. Go find us at Mezzanine9Sleepover. Yes. And uh, mezzaninesleepover.wordpress.com for yeah. all sorts of additional notes and facts yeah, about sometimes. the show. <laughs> when, sometimes. When, when you get to them. Yeah, when and, I get to them. Anyways, next week we're going to do favorite TV clips, and I guess we're going to do dad songs. Dad songs. We're looking forward to it. So we'll see you all in a week. Let's go. <laughs>